0: WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University
1: and the huntington State area. And now, the News Center
2: 88 team.
3: Good evening, everyone. For this Thursday, February 24th, 2022, I'm Michaela Wheeler.
2: And I'm Anthony Wallace. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Trayvon Martin, 10 years later. Broadcast news Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ben Cower will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is chilly, 39 degrees. And
3: now on to our top story. President Joe Biden has announced a new round of sanctions targeting Russia after its invasion of Ukraine, charging that Russia's Vladimir Putin, quote, chose this war," unquote, and his country will bear the consequences. The sanctions target Russian banks, oligarchs, and high-tech sectors. The penalties fall in line with the White House's insistence that it would look to hit Russia's financial system and Putin's inner circle, while also imposing export controls that would aim to starve Russia's industries and military of U.S. semiconductors and other high-tech products. Biden, for now, is holding off imposing some of the most severe sanctions including cutting Russia out of the international SWIFT Bank payment system.
2: Federal prison employees say they're being bullied and threatened for raising concerns about serious misconduct and claim it's indicative of widespread problems in the Bureau of Prisons. It comes as the Bureau faces increased scrutiny over its latest scandal. An Associated Press investigation uncovered a toxic culture that enabled sexual abuse at a federal women's prison in California. Four employees, including a former warden, have been charged. Whistleblowers say high-ranking prison officials are bullying them for exposing wrongdoing. Members of Congress say they're being stonewalled as they seek to bring greater oversight to the beleaguered bureau. The bureau says it takes allegations of staff misconduct seriously.
3: The coronavirus mutant, widely known as Stealth Omicron, is now causing more than a third of new Omicron cases around the world but scientists still don't know how it could affect the future of the pandemic. New research is slowly revealing clues about the strain, a descendant of Omicron called BA.2. Early research suggests it spreads faster than the original Omicron and in rare cases can sicken people even if they've already had an Omicron infection. There's mixed research on whether it causes more severe disease. The vaccines appear just as effective against it.
2: A new report shows over half of U.S. abortions are now done with pills rather than surgery. The trend spiked during the pandemic as telemedicine increased The pills by mail were allowed. The Guttmacher Institute report says pills accounted for 54% of all U.S. abortions in 2020. That's up from roughly 40% in 2019. Use of abortion pills has been rising since 2000 when the Food and Drug Administration approved the main drug use and medication abortions. FDA action early in the pandemic allowed abortion bills to be mailed. Abortion opponents continue to seek the additional limits through state legislatures.
3: The killing of Trayvon Martin at the hands of a stranger still reverberates 10 years later. In protest, in partisanship, in racial reckoning, and reactionary response in social justice and social media. Martin's final night began with a convenience store run, a quick trip for candy and something to drink. It ended in a confrontation with a neighborhood watch volunteer, a shot fired, the 17-year-old dead on the street. It might have been expected to end there. The violent deaths of black teenagers have rarely drawn even fleeting attention, but this was an exception, and the effects still ripple.
2: Coming up, ex-officer and Brianna Tra- Taylor Ray says he saw AR-15 fire. That and more news from across the tri-state. When New NewsCenter 88 returns right after this.
1: Timmy, don't forget to brush your teeth before you go to school.
0: No, Mom, I don't have time to brush my teeth.
1: Tim- if you don't brush your teeth, they'll
2: rot! No, no. Little did Timmy know, that would be remembered as the worst day of his life. After not brushing his teeth, he walked outside, and a car drove through a puddle, splashing Timmy, getting him soaking wet. Oh, no! After walking to school drenched, Timmy got the news that he was failing all his classes, and then was kicked off the rugby team. Oh, man. On his way home after school, a gust of wind blew Timmy's hat into the street. And when he went to get it, he was struck by a vehicle. Now sporting a full body cast, Timmy's girlfriend Jill dumped him. Uh Because it's not cool to go to prom with a mummy. Did you
4: know that thousands of Americans suffer from cavities every year? (gasps) Remember to brush your teeth after every meal. Who knows what it could prevent? This announcement brought to you by your friends at WMUL.
3: Welcome back to News Center 88. The Best Newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Michaela Wheeler.
2: And I'm Anthony Wallace. Campuses across this globe are dealing with the slow return to in-person learning. As Elena Lasseter reports, students and staff alike are facing the adjustments of seeing students in person once again, and many say the transition has not been easy. end of my junior
3: year. It was the spring semester of my sophomore year, junior in
1: high school. No matter where you were in schooling, students across the globe have had to make the transition from in-person to virtual learning. At the time, this transition was difficult for students, but what they have now come to realize is that the transition back to in-person is even more of a struggle.
2: I didn't pay attention in class, and all the assignments were easy.
3: Turn off the switch and just say, I'm not going to do it today, I'll do it tomorrow.
1: Procrastination was easy. Deadlines became fluid, and some still in high school barely had to work at all.
3: Your grade couldn't get worse, they could only get better, and so we didn't have classes. Certain teachers, you had to ask them for like assignments and stuff, or you just did the stuff that you were given before. It was the four-week vacation.
1: What was supposed to be two weeks continues to this day. Many students struggle to find their way back as things slowly return to their new normal. While many continue on this daily struggle, the small benefits must not be ignored.
3: I think I was forced to create better study habits and I kind of learned very quickly what worked best for me and what didn't. I feel like it would be helpful if you have social anxiety. I found a lot of online resources that were beneficial to me, like Khan Academy, different online learning sites, but I'm still a firm believer in that the best way to learn
1: is face to face. The work toward feeling normal in the classroom once again is just beginning and students, unfortunately, still have a long way to go. For News Center 88, I'm Elena Laster.
2: Thanks, Elena. Classes have not been easy going back and forth from virtual to in-person and back again. Hopefully soon the new normal will feel normal.
3: Applications for the open seat on the West Virginia Supreme Court of Appeals are being accepted online for the next few weeks. Former Supreme Court Justice Evan Jenkins resigned earlier this month to return to private law practice. A judicial commission is responsible for reviewing applications and recommending candidates to replace Jenkins until an election can be held. The governor's office says applications will be open until March 14th. Interviews will be held on March 28th. After the application deadline, the governor's office will publish a list of all the applicants. The
2: Ohio Supreme Court is considering whether a company that suffered financial losses as a result of covid driven business shutdown can be compensated for those losses by its insurance company at issue before the court is a policy purchased by neuro communication services inc a northeastern uh, ohio audiology company from the cincinnati insurance company lawyers for the Nero Communication Services, argue the company's policy should cover it for losses sustained when Ohio Governor Mike DeWine shut down businesses in March 2020 in the early days of the pandemic. Lawyers for Cincinnati Insurance say the policy covers only accidental physical loss to property, not financial setbacks caused by closing.
3: Brett Hankison said he believed the Louisville officers who raided Breonna Taylor's apartment were taking fire from an AR-15 rifle. He was interviewed by a police investigator about two weeks after Taylor's killing. And he says his view of the long gun is why he fired 10 shots into her apartment. But there were no long guns found in her apartment. According to Police Integrity Unit Sergeant Jason Vance, who played the interview in court today, Hankissette is charged with wanton endangerment for shooting through Taylor's apartment into the home of her neighbor.
2: Coming up next, new trial rests on Strawberry Shortcake. That and more news from around the nation when news Center 88 returns. Stay with us.
4: Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of martial sports coverage. WMUL 88.1.
0: I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain.
4: Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A
2: feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal.
4: At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org.
0: Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it.
3: Welcome back to news Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Michaela Wheeler.
2: And I'm Anthony Wallace. A fire has broken out on the platform of an offshore rig being serviced in a Texas shipyard, briefly trapping an unknown number of workers. The fire broke out around midday today on the Jackup oil rig in Sabine Pass, where the Texas-Louisiana border meets the Gulf of Mexico video from KBMT-TV in nearby Beaumont showed a helicopter being used to pluck the workers from the rig platform. There was no immediate word on injuries.
3: The largest auction of offshore wind sites in the nation's history is drawing strong interest from companies and an indication of the industry's potential. By this afternoon, the second day of the auction by the U.S. Bureau of Ocean Energy Management Bids had exceeded $2.6 billion on six tracks of ocean floor off New York and New Jersey. When fully developed, these sites could provide enough energy to power 2 million homes. More than $1.5 billion worth of bids were received Wednesday on the first day of the auction. Officials said it is possible bidding could extend into a third day, given the strong response thus far.
2: Canada has become the first country to authorize use of a plant-based COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is made by Medicago of Quebec City and its partner GlaxoSmithKline. The Canadian regulators said today the two-dose vaccine can be given to adults ages 18 to 64. Medicago uses plants as living factories to grow virus-like particles that mimic the spike protein coating the coronavirus. The particles are removed and purified. GSK provides another ingredient, an immune-boosting chemical called an adjuvant. While numerous COVID-19 vaccines have been rolled out around the world, global health authorities are looking to additional candidates in hopes of increasing the worldwide supply.
3: Scott Peterson's chance for a new trial and the murder of his pregnant wife 20 years ago hinges on whether a California juror who helped convict him was biased. During the trial, the juror, Rachelle Nice, was nicknamed Strawberry Shortcake for her bright red hair. She's expected to testify tomorrow under a grant of immunity. Nice will be the first witness in a week-long hearing centered on whether she lied about her history with domestic violence and that because of that past, she couldn't be an objective juror. Peterson's wife, Lacey, was killed when she was eight months pregnant with their son. Investigators said Peterson dumped her body into San Francisco Bay on Christmas Eve, 2002.
2: Coming up next, Chernobyl, no-go zones, targeted as Russia invades Ukraine. Your daily political update when NewsCenter 88 returns, right after this.
4: So what does WMUL mean by The Cutting Edge? Well, not this, but this. University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either, but this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it, touchdown, thundering herd. So The Cutting Edge means award winning news, music and sports, not uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 88.1 WMUF Today, a new creature walks among us, causing fear, mayhem, and injury
3: Stay back, children
4: Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld devices they put all good citizens in harm's way uh, Hey, dude, I'm walking here Oh, I, sorry, I didn't see you. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopaedic Surgeons who want
0: to keep everyone well connected with healthy bones. This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. So, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 WMUL-FM
3: Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler.
2: And I'm Anthony Wallace. World leaders have condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine as barbaric and quickly slapped heavy sanctions on Russian economy. President Vladimir Putin's inner circle and many of the country's oligarchs, U.S. President Joe Biden says Putin started the war and, quote, now he and his country will bear the consequences, unquote. In their unison, the United States, the 27th nation, European Union, and other Western allies have announced a round of punitive measures against Russian banks and leading companies and imposed export controls aimed at starving the Kremlin's industries and military of semiconductors and other high-tech products.
3: A retired police SWAT commander testified he fatally shot a man in a movie theater eight years ago during an argument sparked by cell phone usage because he feared he was about to be attacked by a person he said, quote, looked like a monster, unquote. Former Tampa Police Captain Curtis Reeves said today he shot 43-year-old Chad Olson in 2014 because the younger man was about to attack him after he complained about Olson's cell phone use during previews. Reeves said he believed he had no choice, saying his seated position and his poor health made it impossible to defend himself with his hands. Reeves' faces a life term if convicted of second-degree murder.
2: Markets shuttered worldwide today and swung sharply after Russia's invasion of Ukraine threatening to push the high inflation squeezing the global economy even higher. Initially, stocks tumbled as fear coursed through the markets and prices surged for oil, wheat, and other commodities on worries the conflict would disrupt global supplies. But the moves moderated as the day progressed, particularly after President Joe Biden said he wanted to limit the economic pain for Americans and announced new sanctions that fell short of what some had suggested. The S&P 500 tumbled as much as 2.6% at the open of trading before flipping to a gain of 0.6% by the afternoon.
3: Shocked Russians have turned out by the thousands to decry their country's invasion of Ukraine as emotional calls for protest grew on social media. Some 1,702 people in 53 Russian cities were detained today, at least 940 of them in Moscow. Emotional social media posts condemning the move, open letters demanding the attacks stop, and calls for protests came pouring in. But Russian authorities were not having it, swiftly cracking down on activists who tried to rally people and pressuring the country's media into towing the official line.
2: It was among the most worrying developments on an already shocking day as russia invaded ukraine today warfare at the chernobyl nuclear plant where radioactivity is still leaking from the history's worst nuclear disaster more than 35 years ago ukrainian officials say russian forces took control over the site after a fierce battle with ukrainian national guards protecting the decommissioned plant the condition of the plant's facilities remains unknown The Chernobyl exclusion zone lies between the Belarus-Ukraine border and the Ukrainian capital.
3: And coming up, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ben Cower will be with the FM eighty-eight sports report. Stay with us.
5: You have a CD for any mood. You've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst. You've got CDs to dance to, boogie to, shimmy to, mosh to, and totally rock out to. You've got rock, rap, pop, alt pop, sub pop, hip hop, jazz, blues, country, metal, punk, and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet. But do you have a first aid kit? You have the things that make you happy. Get the things that make you prepared. An All Hazards Emergency Preparedness Kit can help. Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov.
2: G'day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-A. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its boy has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply.
0: Crocky! There it is now, and it's attacking another radio
4: station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be all right. It's only nature.
5: Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a rainy 42 degrees. Today, the high is 42 and the low is 39 degrees. We are on a flood watch here again in Cabell County, as well as most of the southwest West Virginia area. This warning will last through 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, so stay safe out there. It has been vaguely rainy all day, but tonight the rain will be more consistent and heavier, with up to about one inch total of rainfall. Tomorrow, the high will be 43 and the low will be 26 degrees. It will be overcast all day with 10 to 15 mile per hour winds in the morning and afternoon. Looking towards the weekend, Saturday is not much to talk about with a high of 44 and a low of 27 degrees, and the clouds will be out all day. However, on Sunday, Mr. Sunshine will be here, which is great, but he won't be bringing his warmth. With a high of 51 and a low of 27 degrees, there will also be a 15-mile-per-hour winds all afternoon. So enjoy the vitamin D before heading back into the work week, but bring your sweater. Today's weather word of the day is TROWAL. A TROWAL is an acronym for trough of warm air aloft. It is usually a similar type of frontal structure as is found in the vicinity of an occluded frontal boundary. Organized area of precipitation can be expected in this region. Thank you weather.com and weatherology.com for this information. Currently outside the WMUL studios it is a rainy 42 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law.
3: Thanks, Rebecca. Now Ben Coward joins us with the FM88 Sports Report.
0: Granted Marshall a temporary restraining order against Conference USA after the league filed a request for arbitration in the school's bid to expedite an early move to the Sun Belt. The order prohibits Conference USA from proceeding with arbitration. Judge set another hearing for March 16th where Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Mississippi accepted invitations to the Sunbelt during the fall. Each announced earlier this month that they plan to terminate memberships in the Conference USA conference on June 30th to join their new conference, the Sunbelt. Conference USA has said the three schools are contractually obligated to stay put for another year. Meanwhile, Marshall and Middle Tennessee will square off at 6 p.m. tonight in the Henderson Center for some women's basketball. The Thundering Herd enters the game with a 13-11 overall record and 8-7 in Conference USA play, whereas the visiting Blue Raiders are 19-5 and 11-3 in the Conference, which is Conference USA's top mark. The two teams last met on January 27th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, with the Lady Raiders winning 80-41. Marshall will look to bounce back at home tonight, not only versus the Blue Raiders, but after a 47-65 loss to Charlotte this past Saturday. You can listen to tonight's game right here on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network, where Andrew Rogers and Christian Palmer will have the call. Pre-game coverage starts right after New Center 88 at 5.30 p.m. On the flip side, tonight the Marshall men's basketball team will travel to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to take on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Uh, The Thundering Herd currently sits in last place in Conference USA's East Division, again for men's basketball, where their opponent, the Blue Raiders, currently lead the East with an 11-3 record in conference play. Marshall is 4-11 in conference play for comparison. The Blue Raiders enter the contest on a six-game win streak, alongside being undefeated at home this season with a 13-0 record. Tip-off will be at 7 p.m. And now for sports news across the country and throughout the world. We'll start out with how the recent news involving Russia has affected the sports world. First off, the Union of European Football Associations, otherwise known as UEFA, will no longer stage this season's Champions League final in St. Petersburg after Russia's attack on Ukraine. An extraordinary meeting of the UEFA Executive Committee will be held on Friday to discuss the geopolitical crisis. Meanwhile, Brazilian soccer players from Ukraine's two biggest clubs have issued an appeal To the Brazilian government, saying they're trapped by the Russian military attack on Ukraine. A group of players from Shakhtar Donetsk and Dynamo Kiev have posted a video together with their families from a hotel where they called for support from the Brazilian authorities. They say the borders are closed and fuel supplies have run out. Other messages posted by Brazilian players living elsewhere in Ukraine, uh, where the Ukraine League was suspended indefinitely Thursday after martial law was declared. Four-time Formula One champion Sebastian Vettel says he won't race in the Russian Grand Prix in September after Russia launched an attack on Ukraine again. uh, Again, uh, world champion Max Verstappen agreed with Vettel, but stopped short of saying he'd pull out of the event entirely. F1 says it is, quote-unquote, closely watching the very fluid developments. In baseball news, Major League Baseball has given out or has given locked-out players five days to salvage uh, March 31st openers in a full season, telling the union that games would be canceled if a labor contract is not agreed to by the end of Monday. After the third straight day of negotiations with little movement, the MLB went public with what it had told the union on February 12th. Players have not accepted Monday as a deadline and have suggested any missed games could be made up as part of doubleheaders, a method the MLB said it will not agree to. Players are paid only during the regular season, accruing one one hundred sixty-second of their salary daily. If games are canceled, players would be subject to losing as much as $233,000 daily in the case of Mets pitcher Max Scherzer, or as little as uh, $3,441 for a player at a $640,000 minimum. Bargaining is scheduled to continue Thursday, and both sides said they are prepared to meet through Monday. And that will conclude today's FM 88 Sports Report. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Cower.
3: Thanks, Ben. Coming up, it's a treehouse, not a condominium. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88.
5: training for a marathon or something? I heard if you lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes.
1: Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight
0: by being active 30 minutes, five days a week, and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program.
2: And finally, today on New Center 88, who'd be irked about parents building a big treehouse for their 8-year-old boy? In Portsmouth, New Hampshire, the answer to that question would be the neighbors of that family. The parents say they told the neighbors they would be building the outdoor play area, but neighbors were shocked by the size of a treehouse, which is 168 square feet. Officials in Portsmouth ruled the treehouse was more like a deck structure and needed to be set back from a neighbor's fence, which means it has to be moved.
3: A moose that had been on the loose in Massachusetts has now been moved. State wildlife officials say the moose seen roaming around the city of Marlboro was finally tracked down. Once authorities were able to get close, the moose was tranquilized and taken to a wildlife management area. A state official tells an area newspaper it took two tranquilizer darts to get the moose to sleep so it could be relocated.
2: Mardi Gras revelers are accustomed to catching beads, small toys, or other trinkets tossed by parade participants during carnival season. A new parade favor has been is being offered today. Rapid COVID-19 tests. The city health department says a group of its staff and volunteers plan to be at the head of the crew of muses, Parade tonight. Parade watchers who snag a test kit will be encouraged to test themselves and use a special QR code on the package to an anim- anonymously report the results to help the health department study the effects of carnival season on the city's health.
3: And that does it for this edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu/slash WMUL for Anthony Wallace, Ben Cower, Sean Kelly, Rebecca Law, Elena Laster, and the entire New Center 88 team. I'm Michaela Wheeler, and your thought of the day is: it is the fight alone that pleases us, not the victory. Blaze Pascal.